I fell in love with Anna because of her laugh. Well, that's not entirely accurate. What really happened was that when I met her, I heard the laugh, gentle but not delicate, more than a giggle, less than a guffaw, and it came with a smile, one that caught me by surprise and opened a quick glimpse into a world of delicious absurdity and wonder. And then she turned around and said something that made my heart ache. In the few moments before the laughter and heartache, I wanted to kill her. It was a brutal combination. I was 24 years old, on a summer break from my second year of graduate school, midway to becoming a VMD, which is Latin for DVM, which is Doctor of Veterinary Medicine. I was traveling through Europe, taking trains from one place to another for the most part, hooking up with friends and acquaintances in various exotic places, or at least places that seemed exotic to me, spending much of my time alone drinking cheap wine, smoking excellent pot, reading dark thrillers or spare Scandinavian treatises on death and despair, and staring out windows while doing my best to ponder the essential questions of life. Occasionally, I sent postcards back home hinting at a vague, cultural awakening, but actually I spent most of my energy trying unsuccessfully to pick up women in museums and cafes. My only success came, a little bit to my shame, in the Anne Frank House in Amsterdam. I was standing in the middle of the famous attic, trying to figure out how it was possible that the Nazis hadn't simply looked up from the street, seen the top part of the house, and thought, hey, that seems like a good place to hide some Jews, something I never did come to grips with, when I saw a girl wearing jeans and a tank top. Her back was to me at first. Then she shifted her feet so she was turned sideways. While pretending that I was looking at some yellowed photos of Mr. Dussel and the Vandans, I studied her more closely. She wasn't beautiful by any means, but there was something I found very attractive. Her face was round and soft-looking, sensual in its fleshiness. Her skin was smooth and cried out for touching. All that was extremely appealing. But mostly what attracted me was that no cool, good-looking guy with a backpack and a wire-chain tattoo on his bicep came up and put his arm around her while I was gawking. So I took a deep breath, strolled over, and started to say something about how I was alone, and she seemed to be alone, and that I wasn't very good at this whole introducing myself to women thing, when I saw that she was crying. That stopped me cold. I've made women cringe before, I said, and occasionally roll their eyes. She stared at me, and it crossed my mind that she didn't speak English, but I kept going. I figured it couldn't get any worse. Not speaking English might actually turn out to be a plus in this instance. I even made one vomit once, although no matter what my friend Phil says, it was really the tequila. I was only peripherally involved. The crying seemed to slow down, so I sped up. But I've never made anyone cry before, I told her. At least not this quickly, and not without running over her foot with a shopping cart. She looked like she was trying to smile, or at least trying to stop the tears, so I thought the hell with it, skipped the semi-clever banter, and went for sincerity. I said to her, Are you all right? Yes, she said, her first actual word. 
Then she added, No, not really. She sniffled a little bit more. I'm just so moved by what I'm seeing and feeling. Her response was touching and also encouraging, because not only did I now know that she spoke English, but when she said things like, not really, she said them with some kind of a German accent. It turned out to be Norwegian, which makes everything, even when you're sniffling about Nazi-related devastation, sound sexy. I wound up taking her out for a drink, and we talked for hours. During that time, our mutual attraction grew. She started to look lovelier to me, and she decided I was sensitive because I was going to work with animals when I got out of school. And then we went back to her hotel room and spent the night together. We didn't actually have sex. Instant passion with a Norwegian stranger was...